So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hour number two of our little show. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements are both out. For a couple of days this week Jeff should be back By the start of uh, next week He should be back on Monday Big Ed will uh, return Nobody calls him Big Ed I don't know That'll be back tomorrow Anyway This is Jack That's Sawyer That's Garrett We've been taking you in and out Of these Austin airwaves Here on 1027 ESPN Taking you through the topics of the day In the world of sports Here on the Worldwide Leader Worldwide Talked a little bit of Dan Quinn Sawyer is a little higher on it than most Most I just don't know if I care. The uh, the NFL coaching carousel coming to a close here shortly. Just got a couple more spots to fill, including the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator as of today, losing your DC. Uh, Maybe people aren't upset about that, uh, but if you do remember how awful that Cowboys defense was just a few years ago, Dan Quinn really whipped them back into shape until it all fell apart on the third Hall of Fame quarterback that Green Bay will have in a row. You, you really think so? I don't think. Maybe. I mean, Hall of Fame is obviously hard to say. He's not a rookie. but They really kind of let anyone into those things nowadays. Unless, of course, you lied to Congress. Yeah. <laughs> or you're Lance Berkman. But flux. Flux for the Dallas Cowboys. But it is insane to me. Maybe I don't, It kind of makes sense if you really think about it. But we have reached basically the end of the head coaching vacancies. Yeah. And no more. Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel... And Pete Carroll are oh, unemployed. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I, I do think it makes sense. I do too. It, it, and it's I crazy to think. I honestly, along with the issues of the front office in Atlanta, really putting the uh, kibosh there on a uh, Belichick, Billy B, because he wanted to be a personnel guy, and he's been terrible at that for a better part of a decade. Yeah, and also he was going to fire every single one of them. Um, but. Uh, I, I think he was just taking that interview to save face and act like show that he's kind of interested in coaching and had no real desire to coach this year. That's why Vrabel didn't take anything. Now, Pete Carroll, of course, uh, they took out behind the woodshed and put down. Uh, that was really sad, that press conference. So you could tell that was a man that did not want to stop coaching that team. But they, they've said that he might have a role in the front office if he wants it. I don't know if he's going to take it. Yeah. I, honestly, I could see him going. Operations going. Some. Mac Brown or Herm Edwards nonsense and going back to college. That would be fun. Well, Mac Brown's been semi successful. I mean, I would. You give it one more year before Lincoln Riley is a tail between his legs out at USC. Yeah, oof. That's the. Uh, I just want to talk about college football. Dude, that guy not the time. Sucks. Yeah, are we done? Are we out on Lincoln Riley? I think so. You have the guy that's going number one in the draft and you couldn't figure it out. Well, he's too loyal to his awful defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch. His defense was. Atrocious. It was hilarious. It's always been atrocious. Were. Lincoln Riley's never had a good defense. He brought that with him players. from the Big Twelve. Well, some of those guys, like Kenneth Murray's, been kind of a bust. Yeah. Ah. 
Billy Bowman I liked. I always wanted him at Texas, but oh well. Couldn't have it. I, I do think it's fun when a college player is like, I'm either going to go to Texas or I'm going to go to Texas A&M. And then he commits to one and just goes heavy on bashing the other school. Yeah. You almost went there. Yeah, Johnny. You got a fo- you got a tattoo. Like, like Billy Bowman, he's oh, he's flashing horns down. He's doing this, that, and the other for Oklahoma. It's like, dude, we were your second choice. <laughs> we would Yeah. Silly, silly, silly. But uh, I love... I'm a college football enjoyer. I love how... Because there's something very funny about bad football, and college football is full of it. I yeah, it, it, they hide it pretty well. Trick plays don't happen nearly as much in the NFL. That's true because you have to uh, by hook or by crook in college football. Also, somehow the games are an hour and a half longer. But uh, it's the commercials. That's a very good point. But uh, I I think of the amateurism of all the college sports. They do the best smoke and mirrors to show you because you're like. You're a little more blown away by some of the guys not making the league, but like when you watch college basketball, you're like, I get it. When you watch college baseball, yeah. you're like, whoa, dude, you couldn't make that for throw to first, but then you're like, we also don't have the best players in the world playing college baseball for the most well, part. Because they can still leave out of high school. Yeah, they can, A, they can leave out of high school. And but a lot, of those guys, is crazy. a lot of those guys that leave out of high school are still playing college baseball as opposed to playing double-A, triple-A, things like that. And so, I mean, I get that. Uh, shout out to the guy, Dane Myers, uh, Katy, Texas legend. Got got some fight. 28 years old. Finally got his shot on the Marlins this year. Hey. I know. Never give up. Long tra- Drafted by the Tigers out of high school. It was one of those things. It's like uh, John Singleton for the Astros this year. Nice. Gave him a crack at it. Yeah. I mean, he played great. Played yeah. great, too, when he fi- Not Singleton. I'm talking, I'm talking oh, about okay, my boy, okay. Dane. <laughs> uh, but just, I, I love college football. There's something about watching some... Syracuse quarterback scramble throwing across his body mm-hmm. over the middle of the He's field. He's just going to grow be a cop one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and selling insurance, selling cars. Hey, yeah, I'm not a college there. athlete. I can't I can't talk too much, mess. I mean, I I gave my crack at a uh, Division 2 ACHA hockey. It is what it is. Um Stud. Yeah. You're an athlete, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you could tell. I was a varsity as a freshman basketball player, but that's just cuz my All school right. had 15 people in it and everyone was on the varsity roster but that rules still true that rules also uh, everybody that tried out uh, for the, the for the hockey team made it okay. <laughs> speaking of uh, they are like oh you signed the check you signed the check <laughs> I was like yeah tonight we have all star teams will be announced uh-huh. uh, earlier on they do the, the fan voting and everything and you, you find out who the starters were but now we find out who the rest the of reserves. the team is and I'm very worried because it's been several years since the Houston Rockets had an all-star. Yeah, we were sending guys to the dunk contest. We were sending guys to the uh, the rookie uh, competition, all that kind of jazz. And we, Not do, an we have all-star. a rising star in Jabari Smith. Yes. Who will be participating. Oh, he will? In, so, in yeah, that makes stars, sense. Because he's a sophomore. Sophomore. But uh, it's it's the sophomores versus the rookies, right? In that? That's the I way they so, do the rising star? Which game? I think is a, it's kind so of an odd way funny. to do it. But it makes more sense because you might uh-huh. not have enough international young guys or, or American it's, young guys. It's not starting to look that way, dude. I mean, the international game is oh, incredible yeah. what they're doing in basketball. Good on well, them. Because they actually teach the kids how to play basketball, whereas America is like these weird AAU circuits yeah, where you're playing. Like, you're practicing yeah, once we're, we're going to farm you. Games. Yeah, we'll farm you out. But uh, NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. NHL All-Star Weekend this, this, weekend. this weekend. No hockey games tonight. Sad, sad, sad. And uh, the NFL... Uh, the thing that nobody cares about, the Pro Bowl games. They don't, don't even worry. play a football game anymore. Would they do it, the actual Pro Bowl is on Sunday, right? Yeah, in the middle of the afternoon. Middle of the afternoon. You know what? Save it, because there's something even better going on at 6 p.m. Is it the... 
Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. NASCAR season's back, baby. Ooh, we getting into racing. Ooh, we. It's uh not if you have never watched NASCAR. Yep. This is the don't don't do this one. You will be <laughs> so disappointed because it turns out when you take these cars that can get up to upwards of two hundred miles an hour and try to have them race inside of a football field. You can't go that fast. <laughs> it turns out it's one of the slowest races I think in all of NASCAR, and it's crammed in. Uh, save it. Uh, I think it's in three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. People, uh, we get the Daytona 500, and that's when their season really kicks off. People go in neighborhood speed, driving basically, in a circle yeah, yeah, these supercars. But then again, it checks out because we got Toyota Camrys out there. We got uh, Chevy. Uh, congratulations on thank you for your service, Chevy Camaros, um, and the uh, always fun Ford Mustang. New Ford Mustang though this year. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm a team Chevy now. Uh, Ross Chastain now the driver of the Bush Light Blue Car, uh, mainly because my guy Kevin Harvick finally retired. And that's NASCAR for today. I won't. I won't make y'all keep doing this. I'm uh, I'm team Honda because I drive a Honda Pilot. They should let Honda be in. I don't know. I why. can do it. I can turn left. The, well, hey, buddy, let me tell you, there's some uh, road courses now. There's a little bit of turn and right here and see, there. See, the key is you break into the turn and then accelerate through the turn. It's great. And sometimes you want to take the high so you can come down on the swoop and you gain, gain your speeds. Garrett, any thoughts? I'm a Toyota guy as well. I mean, Hell I yeah. said Honda. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese cars, baby. Yeah. They're pretty good. Very good. Well, I do hey. drive a Corolla, the baby Camry. There we go. But, uh, yes, <laughs> NBA All-Star teams will be revealed tonight. Uh, How many spots are left? So they have five. Well, I think there's 12. Total. There's 12 so per there's only seven conference. guys. Yeah, but then don't they do like a reserve or anything yep. like that? Reserves. Well, there will be, yes, I mean, five starters, seven bench guys, and then... Uh, Just in case, because people are going to be hurt, people are going to Yeah, people will be hurt, people will be injured. Uh, for Luka's in, obviously, for you Mavs fans. For you Rockets and for you Spurs fans, Wemby and Shangoon will... Very likely be competing for one of those final spots. No way they give it to Wimby. Wimby's going to be in that Rising Stars Challenge. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to make a rookie an all-star. He'll be in a hundred of them for the, the rest of his career. The big question is Chet. I think Chet is in third behind those guys. I think uh-huh. Wimby is pretty firm. What are we looking at currently with the rookie all-star the roster? No, all-star rosters. Rookie of the year should be Chet right now. Uh, I think... Mm, at this point, I think I would lean Wemby over Chet. I think really? he has just now eclipsed him because you also. I I am a I'm a team context supporter. Yeah, and uh, Chet is living a good life. And yeah, I mean, he's got great guys season, around him. We're pretending like Jeremy Sohan was a point guard, uh, and he's just not. He doesn't have the vision for it. He doesn't have the guard skills. He's just not a point guard. So yes. the team context has just been really rough for Wemby, uh, and. If he hasn't overtaken Chet by now, I think by the end of the season, with just how much he has improved week to week, game to game, just uh, named the January Rookie of the Month, I think it's Wemby's to lose. Uh, I don't think Chet needs it. And uh, you can have the conversation whether or not Chet is even a rookie. By the mm. letter of the law in the NBA, if you don't play a minute, Chet, not was, a hurt. Rookie. Chet was hurt in the offseason before his rookie game, missed the whole season. Coming so out of summer is, league, correct? Yes, I yeah. believe so. He, uh, I think, something with a with a foot. No, he got. Remember, he got hurt in like a Drew League game, like one of those. Okay, pro-am, yeah, that's what it is. Pro am things that happens out in California. But God, the NBA needs to fix their website so bad. But um, a few years ago, if you remember, it was the Ben Simmons versus Donovan Mitchell. Uh, yes, Ben Simmons missed his whole rookie year, and it was him and Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan so got salty about it. And Donovan was wearing a. Uh, 
a friggin' sweatshirt uh, that had the definition of rookie on it, which I found uh, Donovan not endearing and very corny. Uh, another thing I don't like about Donovan Mitchell is he gave himself a nickname, and I don't think you should be allowed to do that. No, he was like, "Call me Spider." Spider. No, thanks, man. Uh, what's it called? Donovan Mitchell, a guy a lot of people wanted to put in the All Star game, not in it as of right now He'll because of playtime. Uh, in the East, though, oh, yeah. we have Giannis Antetokounmpo. We have Joel Embiid. So right there, there's probably a guy that might sit out. Tyrese Halberton, Dame Lillard, not a great pick. I, says. I do have an issue with that. I think it should have. I, I think Damian Lillard should be an All Star. I don't think he should be you know, an All Star starter. Who I do you think it should have been? Jaylen I think. Wow, oh, I wanted to do one, two, three. We're gonna say the oh, same sorry. thing. Look at that dude. Uh, Jalen's great. Way to let him walk for next to nothing, Dallas. Yep. And uh, Jason Tatum. And then in the West, uh, we have the most egregious pick, LeBron James. Definitely not even the best player on his team hey. currently. Hey, that's my goat. That's Your the goat. goat. Have you ever told security guard Chris that? No, yeah, we had a I'll conversation. A we had a conversation about it. He's oh, not yeah. a LeBron guy. It's he, a, he's, he's what absolutely we had. He's what we got, dude. I, I, I was, know. I, I I can't knock it either, but I mean, I'll lie to Chris if I'm like, you're right, Chris. He hasn't won a you know he, he hasn't won a championship in eight years. Well, he's won one in the last eight years. Uh, so we got LeBron, we got Luca, we got Kevin Durant, Shea Gilchrist Alexander. Right now, Gilgis. Well, Gilgis. You, you, you Michael Kidd Gilchrist Chris in him. Yeah, but um. Shea right now, the MVP favorite. LeBron, and then, of course, Nikola Jokic, the most uninch. Honest to God, give him his flowers for being the best center in the league, uh, arguably. And uh, But don't send that guy to the All-Star game. That guy's the most uninterested player. Do you? Ever, it was a crime what he did in the All-Star game last year. He scores one bucket and then checks himself out. He's like, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, he's a... Uh very exciting player to watch on the hardwood. Uh-huh. Can do it all. Flinging that big soft body around, doing it was, a sombor shuffle. When they played... Uh, but an uh, exhibition game, not his forte. Yeah, he's he not, he's not Don't waste my time. He'd rather right go watch around. horses race, um, which... I, I really respect Nikola Jokic. People say he doesn't like basketball. I don't think that's true. I don't no. think he likes America. I don't <laughs> think he wants to be here. Yeah, that's fair. But this it's is where the fair. money is. Hey, you know what? I know a lot of people that would feel the same about him. Um... I, I I had such great pleasure. I was at my old lady's house. We were getting ready to do something, and I had that uh, Celtics Celtics Nugs game on. And I was like, mm. "Baby, come in here, come in here. I got to show you something." She's like, "What?" I was like, "Do you see this schlubby looking gentleman right now bringing the ball up the court?" She goes, "Yeah." I go, "That's the greatest basketball player in the entire world." And she goes, "Best on earth." She goes, "What do you what?" There's and no I, way. I was like, "A guy that plays at the Y." I was like. Just watch, and I made her sit on the couch, and I held her eyes open like that bird box <laughs> movie. I was like, <laughs> I was thinking Clockwork Orange. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit of that too. Well, I didn't have the devices. I just had a kind of. <laughs> there you go. There we go. But yeah, dude, Nicola can't deny it. But also, let's not waste a spot on that. That could have been Alperen Sengun. Just saying. Well, they do have a uh, seven spots in the past have done the Legacy Hall of Famer. I don't think we're gonna have that this year or the Legacy All Star where they put like Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki in just because everyone knew they were gonna retire. Oh yeah, no. I, uh, who's on their farewell well tour? Exactly. Year? I don't think they're gonna do it this year. Mm-hmm. Old man LeBron, he'll play for another five years if he wants to. Yeah, he probably will. Um, Get and, both of his kids then, in the league. That'd be great. It's gonna be very funny when some team drafts or signs Bronny James. Just to maybe try and entice LeBron to come. You want to come see your kid, LeBron? To come play in Charlotte or something. I want to see LeBron dunk on his own kid. Me too. (laughs) That'd be so great. Well, if we saw Space Jam 2, which we all did and loved. Yeah. Did you see Clockwork Orange in Space Jam 2. Yeah. (laughs) For all the kids that like that reference. But, uh, 
I don't know if he's like so stoked on like playing with his kid. I think he would probably be more interested in playing against his kid because the whole thing in that movie was uh, letting your kids be themselves Did, and not. Uh, and he's already said, "Is it Brawny? Is it was it Brawny in that USC? movie? Huh? Uh, no, no, there's paid, a paid, paid actor. actor. <laughs> but he's at USC after the heart condition. He's been cleared yeah, to he's play. Playing well, but uh, and also he said that he regrets naming his son LeBron Junior. Yeah, no duh, buddy. <laughs> so. We'll see. We'll see what goes on with LeBron. I think he's definitely going out of L.A. All he's still team build the brand. All I want to say is I'd like to see Sawyer Stahl Jr. drink as many beers as I have. Good luck, kid. You know? <laughs> Here in the... There's my legacy. You do have the Bud Light signs. I know. It's, it's all I can think about. I wonder why. But NBA All-Star tonight. NHL... Or, well, All-Star teams revealed tonight. Uh-huh. NHL All-Stars this weekend. Yes. And NFL... Pro Bowl games, which what sucks about the NHL All Star Game is since they've gone to the threes setup, uh, it did not leave a lot. They just kind of agreed every team gets to send one guy. That's how baseball does it, right? Yeah. Doesn't every team get one guy? Every I know team Kyle Vogelbach was a one-time All Star. Yeah, the Mariners were trash last year at the break for All Star, and uh, still and they, yeah, and then they uh, the guy they sent was pretty good, but. Uh, uh, with it being threes, there's a lot less players that are eligible for the All-Star game now, but uh, it does make the game a little bit more exciting in the way that they play, that little round-robin of who has the most wins against each other and all that. And I mean, <laughs> overtime hockey, buddy. Nothing like it. It is just up and down the ice, fast-paced action, constant shots, goalies making incredible saves. I love it. Also, there's the occasion somebody gets the puck and scores immediately, and you're like, thank God we get to go home. <laughs> Is uh, NHL sudden death in the OT? Yes. It's a five-minute three-on-three period, and then uh, it goes to a shootout. And then, But what's sick is it's sudden death in the playoffs, but it's five-on-five. Five. So you'll see some of these playoff games, they play a whole extra hockey game because they're just like, we can't yeah. score. That's how Dow Stars won the Stanley Cup. It was uh, it was encroaching on the end of a third overtime. They both played two games. It's incredible stuff. Bring it back, 99. What a year. Hoist of the Cup. Before my time. Before I was on Earth. <laughs> Sorry to make every, you and everyone feel old, but we are up against a break. Uh, can't wait to have the NBA All-Star teams spoiled by Woj or Shams or whoever. Yeah. What if we break the news? Before they actually hey, you know announced? what we should do for the last 10 minutes of the show is just speculate, speculate and just saying crazy things. My sources feel. say that Jalen Brunson will be an All-Star. That's gonna, there it is. Yeah, it's a fact. It's going to happen. This is 1027 ESPN. We'll be back. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. It's the Jeff and Ed Show. Jeff and Ed are absent today. This is Jack Sawyer and Garrett filling in. Ed will be back tomorrow. Jeff will be back on Monday. So everything back to normal here Shortly in February, we've been talking the NFL coaching carousel, various all-star weekends. The NFL has their Pro Bowl games coming up this weekend. I appreciate the effort in trying to switch things up, make it uh, watchable. But, eh, I mean, I'll probably tune in. What else is there to do on a Sunday afternoon? But NHL All-Star this weekend, NBA All-Star teams being announced tonight. We've dipped, we've dipped into a little everything. We talked about a college baseball gambling scandal. Uh-huh. We talked about some NASCAR. Oof. And uh, we haven't talked about the Super Bowl. No. Which, shame on us. But it is that horrible, horrible week between championship weekend and Super Bowl weekend when we just are teased with the sucky Pro Bowl. But it is 
America's team to hate, the Kansas City Chiefs, and America's other team to hate, the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. I got breaking news, though. What do we got? 27 seconds ago. You won't believe this, guys. A replacement for Raheem Morris. Rams are promoting their pass rush coordinator and linebackers coach Chris Shula to defensive coordinator per league sources. Miami wanted him to interview for their defensive coordinator job. There's another coordinator spot that's missing. Miami's. Forgot about that. There's a few here and there. A little bit of patchwork. Mm-hmm. It seems like a good move. Yeah. Good I'd for the Rams. Rams, uh, how much gas does Stafford have left in the tank? Is much Stafford gas is... Cooper Cup have left in the tank, or are we just? Well, it doesn't matter. They're just going to find a new white guy every couple years oh, yeah. to break some records. God, Puka Nakua is so good. I guess, I guess he's not white, is he? He's pretty good. Well, that Puka sorry. shell necklace is not a but good season for him. Unfortunately, well, I guess we haven't announced the rookies of the year awards. Mm-mm. He has a case, but I feel like C.J. Stroud had basically the one of the best rookie walk. campaigns. Yeah, one of them yeah. uh, won a playoff game. The other one went home in the wild card round. The number two quarterback drafted, and I'm going to talk about the number, I don't know, 15 quarterback drafted in that draft. The final pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Had some MVP buzz throughout the season. Uh, I feel like no matter what you think about Brock Purdy, you can acknowledge that that's a pretty crazy story. Not many seventh-round quarterbacks are good, although the greatest quarterback of all All time time. is a seventh-round quarterback. He always says he was undrafted, too. Brock Purdy out of Iowa State. Uh, does he have enough in the tank? Well, hasn't been awesome. He uh, very up and down, very very up and down. But pulled out all the stops against Green Bay, got it done. That was maybe the most impressive quarter that he played of, uh, of his great, career. Great drive. A lot of people wanted to call it the new drive. Those people should not be allowed to watch sports anymore. <laughs> yeah, but that team is stacked offensively. That team is stacked defensively. Kyle Shanahan's a very good coach, but we're also kind of running up on that point where people might be. Out, kind of grumpy about Kyle Shanahan because he's been the one Super Bowl he lost it. Mm-hmm. Probably, I think they would have been silly last year. A couple of NFC championships too. Yep, because they lose the NFC championship to the Rams on a dropped interception uh, in that Rams Bengals Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Shanahan uh, better get it done, buddy. Somewhat unproven commodity against the most proven commodities in football right now in Patrick Mahomes and you Reid. And Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, who is approaching goat conversation for with tight, the ends? tight ends, he has the most postseason receptions of all time yes. for any pass catcher. He passed Jerry Rice over the weekend. I think he's he's already there. It's a, it's a conversation that people are having. I mean, I I would still. It's tough though, because like it's the longevity conversation. It's Le, the LeBron conversation. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's thirty four, still doing it. He and Gronk are the same age. Yeah, and Gronk is retired twice. Yes, that's a good point. And then you also got to look at it's like, yo, who did Tony Gonzalez have at quarterback? In his later years, his best quarterback was Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. Not fair. Yeah, pretty good. And then Antonio Gates, of course, was pretty, I mean, cursed Rivers being on the Chargers. Yeah, because didn't Gates also, Gates had a couple years with Drew. Yeah, yeah, I think it would have gone back that far. But the Chargers, remember that one season where they had the best offense in the league and the best defense in the league and they missed the playoffs because they were so hilariously inept at special teams? That's so good. That's the Chargers. It's San Diego. It remember is. when the Padres, these past couple seasons, were supposed to be the super, super team? team. Yeah, the super team to beat done. the God squad with great pitching, with great hitting, and it just never, never. at any point materialized? Mm-hmm. It's San Diego. That's why the Chargers had to get out of there, and they're still 
the Chargers. They still, they still got, got the San Diego. And you got ch- Is it a matter of like a full rebrand at this time? You got to call it something else. Nah, I mean it's the Chargers. They're an iconic enough brand, and people love that logo and those uniforms. It is good. It is very. Good. I mean, very and good. I think about the basketball team that was. The basketball teams are getting out of San Diego as soon as they can. San Diego Clippers. The Clippers, one of the biggest joke oh, franchises wow. in the NBA, and also the San Diego Rockets. Yeah, that's we where remember we came they were from. those those throwbacks last year. They were the the green and yellow. Ye- like green twice. And horrible, and they lost probably all those games because Rockets were terrible Very last bad. year. Completely rudderless. But Super Bowl is not this weekend, but next, next weekend. weekend. Uh, I don't know what to What's do. What's your with this? go-to eat at the Super Bowl? What do you look forward to the most? You know, that's a tough one. I do. I, I like any. I love like a pigs in the blanket. Okay. I love a buck buffalo chicken buffalo dip. chicken dip. I'll take any dip. Any chips. See, yeah, I'm problem. not a dip guy. My problem. I love dip. Yeah. Not, not like yeah. Skull. Come on, get at the show. Skull. Sponsored. Zen even. Yeah. Skull. Sponsored by Skull, skull and Four brand Loco. Grizzly Dip. Um. But uh, but uh, but uh, my only gripe with buffalo chicken dip is there gets to be a point in it where I go, man, I just wish I was eating hot wings. Yeah, at a certain point. But uh, I'm a sucker. You know what I do every year? I'm a I'm a good guest. Invite me to your Super Bowl party. I make a load. I I get loaves that are huge. I make giant Italian sandwiches. Yeah, and then cut them up, put them in a tray. I'm bringing little sammies for everybody. I was- Thinking about Italian sandwiches today. Italian sandwich is so good. Northside Dave's on the phone for us. Northside Dave. Northside. Get on the air, Dave. What's going on? Hey, guys, man. My hope Ed and Jeff are taking notes on how to do a real show. <laughs> hey, so, hey, tell our bosses, it's, okay? It's the they youth movement. Talk to you guys. Yes, they don't want to talk to the people. But what's up with that? See, I, you guys are the show for the people of the people. Well, thank That's you so much, Dave. What do you got yeah. for us here today? You got Super Bowl thoughts? I am. Yeah, Super Bowl talk. Um, golly, I hate to bet against Patrick Mahomes because he's so dumb. I mean, unbelievable what he's done so far in the playoffs and going to the Super Bowl. However, I got to go with the Shanahorns, man. You know, out of hand, 49ers. I just got a feeling that uh, something is weird going to happen that's going to fall in favor of the 49ers. Okay. See, I feel that because. But, I have that exact fear, but I've, my friends have been texting me all throughout the playoffs. So, who do you got in this Chiefs game? Who do you got? And I just pick the Chiefs every time. Every time. It's like it's like Oklahoma, Sooner Magic. It just keeps happening for the Chiefs. So I'm very nervous that with this team that has been maligned all year with the receivers, that the Chiefs are just going to squeak one out and get some, you know, tip drill interception, pick six to ice the uh, game or something like that. Uh, no I, I, call I, on I'm nervous. Defensive holding. I'm nervous about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Dave. What do you think? What do what do the 49ers have to do to stymie this uh, Chiefs like the Chiefs and actually give themselves a chance? What are the what are the keys to the Niners here? Again, if something was going to happen, like it happened in the NFC, I never thought Brock Purdy would run. And what did he have? Three, two or three key runs. Uh huh. Forty eight yards in the second half. Way, that's going to ch- change the outcome of the game. So I think with him now. Not afraid to use his legs. I think that opens up something else. And I think Thomas Donahan, I mean, the guy, the guy's amazing. And I, I just think he's going to dial something up that's going to uh, stymie Spagnola in that uh, Kansas City defense. I really do. I'll so, get you on that. Anyway, those are my two cents, guys. Great job. You guys are fantastic. I have spoken. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> we appreciate it, Dave. We like those thoughts. Let's never forget, though. 
It is technically Andy Reid off of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. One it's of the two great one lines. of the locks of the century, Andy Reid off a of bye. And that was my uh that's why I told everybody that the 49ers won that game because it was Aggie Brain versus Longhorn Brain in the end. Whoa. Very and Dan good point. Campbell just uh meat headed it up. <laughs> just kept much. going. It's like a fourth down, baby. Let's go for it. It's yeah. the brand. But I, which I get it. That's what they did all year, but I'm also a big take the points guy, especially yeah. in the NFL playoffs. I mean, my problem, my whole problem with it is looking at it's like you you kicked the field goal at the end of the, end first, of the half. first half, and I get it. It was kind of a long field goal, and your kicker's a little shaky, and all this. And uh, when you really look at it, Josh Reynolds did drop that ball, but you're wishy washy. You got wishy washy on me there, and that's where I was kind of like, I I can't go with you, Dan. I can't go with you on this one. Yeah, I felt like the one in the fourth quarter was the most inexcusable. Uh-huh. Where I was like, you could tie this. Yeah, and, and and you didn't, and Brock Purdy. And here's the thing: is God if you miss him. those field goals, you're pretty much giving the 49ers the ball in the exact same spot yeah. of not converting a fourth down. So I, that's where my big hang-up is. Stick with your guns. Uh, I know the players love him. I mean, it's clearly a great culture. If uh-huh. uh, Ben Johnson wanted to come back and stay in Detroit, which nobody's ever done. Mm-mm. He also, uh, yeah. I mean, look at what was really out there and what they kind of grown in Detroit. I don't blame them. Um, you know, I've met Northside Dave. Have you? Yeah, dude. Eagles guy, I believe. He was wearing an Eagles jacket when I saw him. Hey, as a as a non-Cowboys fan, I can say go Birds. Go Birds. Um, yeah, it was great. I was watching that uh the uh Steelers Steelers Bills playoff game at uh the Bon Air Steelers bar and uh Dave just popped in and he grabbed me and I was like the first thing I had to tell him is, "Hey, I'm a funny guy cuz he always says I'm not funny. I stand up comedy. That's what I do. I sold out <laughs> Cap City twice. I mean, it is what it is." But uh I, I had to stand on business real fast, but it was so pleasure meeting Northside Dave. Great guy. We love the with texters and the listeners. Please uh, absolutely call text in 512-834-1027. It is tough I know Jeff and Ed don't really like taking calls, but it is tough in this this hour to take calls because we don't, uh, we have, don't have a dedicated producer the on the outside. We have so someone just kind of. If we may peel back the curtain, it's not because we hate you. It's just a little bit hard during a segment to get mm. onto the phones. But hey, call me eight three two. I'm not. Gonna- <laughs> Dude, whoa. I doxed myself one time on the air. I was like, oh, yeah, I live like right across the street from Home Slice Pizza. And I was like, why oh. did I say that? Oh. I don't live there anymore. Bad news wink, for whoever wink. is there now. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. We we uh, we love the feedback. We love, uh, please text in, please call in, give us some of your uh, Super Bowl thoughts. We do have uh, have just under half an hour of, of, of show left, about 20 minutes. Oh, that's good. But I just, I, I, I'm poison brain with Brock Purdy because you can look up on YouTube, and I, I, I tend to watch Big 12 football because my horns play used to be in that awful conference. Yeah. Used to be. Used. So I, I, I'll watch a little bit of Big 12, and Brock Purdy just co- consistently, game to game, would make some of the most ridiculous boneheaded plays that I've ever seen. You can see there's a highlight reel of like four of the worst throws you'll see in your entire life, worst decisions. And I don't think he's totally gotten that out of his system. We saw late in that 49ers game him running right and then turning left, throwing over the middle across his body, which is the biggest no-no. Yeah. Except maybe don't throw an outright out route late and behind. He still has that in him. Uh-huh. And they're playing the Chiefs. Who will and make you pay. And the ball will bounce the Chiefs' way. Yeah, you're not... Brandon he converted Ayuk the is, play, by the way. Brandon Ayuk is not making that 
the helmet catch the, yeah, against and, the I Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, that too. It's like, oh, Brock Purdy dialing it up, throwing it directly off of a DB's face mask and it bouncing into the hands of Brandon Ayuk. It's <laughs> at the two. Is that going to happen again, or is Brock Purdy going to lock in, and then will we have the conversation, is Brock Purdy elite, or is he Trent Dilfer? That's a very good comparison right there. I think it's closer to that. To the Dilf? Yeah, because <laughs> when, you know, George Kittle's aging and tight ends tend to not have the longest careers. Yeah. Uh, they're How long has Kittle been in the guys? Good while. Yeah, he's like sneaky been in the he's league. Sneaky, yeah, sneaky when he, when like he, seven years maybe? When he broke out, thinking. he had been in the league for a little while, I feel like. Like he'd been on that team. But they're going to have to pay some of those guys. And they're going to have to bring in new guys. I mean, I trust San Francisco to grab a really good receiver somewhere in the second, third round. Second, third round. Or, like that. or trade all their draft capital to draft a quarterback that plays maybe one and a half full games of football before trading away for a second round pick. Kittle what? was drafted in, uh, well, he played at Iowa until 2016. I guess that would make him maybe the 2017 draft, but he is 30. Third. So wow. he's not young. Wow, that sneaks up on you. But his he has an October birthday, so... He will, he will be 30 at the start of this next NFL season, but they're going to have to pay a lot of those people. They're going to have to pay people on offense and defense, uh-huh. and then is Brock Purdy going to have all that shine on him when you're running behind well, an, another aging you player? You know what's crazy, McCaffrey. too, is one of those things where, yeah, well, it, Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl, and it's fun in games now because he is one of the cheapest contracts in the NFL, but then you have Super Bowl Brock Purdy, who's... That's another interesting You're going to have to pay a lot of money, to That quarterback market is not cheap, and you're talking about a Super Bowl potentially MVP. What happens if uh, 49ers lose the Super Bowl? The, the Brock Purdy discourse is insane, even if he doesn't have a bad game. When they sign Kirk Cousins after? Or Prescott. <sighs> yeah, what do you do if you're Dallas? Do you make Dak Prescott one of the highest paid guys in the NFL, or do you tell him, hey, man, this is who you are. We're not going to pay you this much money. Let's take a gander at San Francisco's upcoming free agents. Though. San Francisco will re-sign Trey Lance. And I don't believe that. No. 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 I do feel terrible for Trey Lance. It sucks how... He's not a bust, but... He's something, I I guess. He kind of is. He has to be. He has zero yards in the NFL. (sighs) I guess so. He's more than that. I don't think he got hurt that fast, but... They're really not... Sometimes that happens. Like, Josh Rosen just never got any sort of a chance. The one thing that's kind of going... I mean, you're about to have to pay Brandon Ayuk. You did just play Debo Samuel. Which you might not do. Yeah, if you can maybe replace them. But they're only losing, like, guys they traded for. Randy Gregory, Chase Young, Sam Darnold's going to be gone. Uh, Javon Kinlaw might hurt some. Tayshawn Gibson's not going to be great. But then after that, you kind of go through this, and they are not going to be missing too many guys. They have another year with this group, at least, to continue. But uh, on the Chiefs side of it, I mean, uh, dynasty, dynasty, dynasty. Yeah, I mean, now here's the real problem is uh, here are the main guys you have to extend next year. They're free agents 2025. A lot of them will be like, hey, I'm not playing until I get a new deal. And For I can San see Francisco? a lot of the, yeah. Okay. You're looking at Eric Armstead, mm-hmm. who's going to need money. You're looking at uh, Chavarius Ward, who's going to need some money. Dre Greenlaw's going to need money. Brandon Ayuk's going to need money. Uh, and Taluna Hufunga, I always mix up that name. It's a great uh, job right there. Uh, is going to want money too. That's a lot of people you got to pay, and then that yep. quarterback contract is waiting there too. This That's is really thing. get it done. That's why I mean, you know, round of applause all around for that Kansas City Chiefs front office. What they have been able to do with cap and money and all sorts of stuff of hoot nanny. 
to retool this team and just give you different iterations of it and keep it great. Also, I mean, that really comes down to uh, Travis Kelsey being one of the most underpaid tight ends. Woj Nuke. We can get to that in a Uh second. Oh, my goodness. Should we go to a break and then come out with that? Yeah, I think we might be able to do that. But uh, it's just some finishing thoughts. Uh, The Chiefs. Mm -hmm. The Patriots were not winning Super Bowls like this. It just in six. I mean, they've last been in three out it, of the last four Super Bowls. Last team to do it back to back, though. True, but I mean, the Chiefs are right there. Uh-huh. Patrick Mahomes is thirty, twenty-eight. Yes, thirty. I think the the I the thing about dynasties is you have to to build and replace, and that's the only real question because Andy Reid's not going to be there forever. There's talks that he doesn't want to be doing this for too much longer. Patrick Mahomes is twenty-eight. I was very wrong. Travis Kelsey's thirty. What have I done with my life? I'm going to walk into traffic. <laughs> yeah, man. Travis Kelsey's 34, so who knows how much longer that team will be together. But never forget, when the Patriots had their most down offensive year, the next year they did throw some money at, and brought in some crazy offensive weapons and retooled that way, and then it was just coaching that really got them through. So who yeah, anyway. knows? <laughs> why, why would we beat this you know, sleeping tiger? I am tail? very perplexed by this Woj bomb. Uh, that's a teaser. You're listening to 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Wrapping things up on a, what's today, Thursday, February 1st, Jeff and Ed will be back next week. Ed will be back tomorrow, but your show will be back to normal in a couple weeks. We appreciate you all for listening and being supportive. Thank you Very so kind much. of you. Sawyer in with me, Jack Farrell, along with NFL All-Pro Garrett Wilson. And uh, we teased it before the break. The NBA trade deadline is in exactly a week on the 8th. And uh, our, our first trade of trade season involves uh, a team you may be a fan of, the team that Sawyer and I are fans of the Houston Rockets, and that is a very confusing one to me. Per ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the Memphis Grizzlies are trading Stephen Adams to the Houston Rockets for Victor Oladipo and three second round picks. And if you are back in 2017, oh my goodness! (laughs) Oh my goodness! But both of these guys are out for the season. Yes, Victor Oladipo is an expiring contract. The Rockets, I three second round picks seems like kind of a lot, but they don't really have the roster spots, and they already have a massive young core of, of mouths that they need to feed. Indeed. But Stephen Adams is under contract for next season. The Rockets did need a, an, an an upgrade at backup center, but is however Adams wanting to be a backup center? Ah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Stephen Adams has always been a very good teammate and a yeah, very good team friendly guy. guy. I mean, he's the only one with a decent hat on his shoulders in Memphis, and he's. Missed a lot of time. He's just 30, which is uh-huh. maybe surprising because when Steven Adams came into the league, you probably thought he was, he was 30. 30. But he came in as a freshman out of New Zealand and out of Pitt, and he's just 30. So the Rockets have a very good defensive anchor uh, for next year. I guess, yeah. He, went, he underwent season-ending knee surgery in October. So... I, I like the idea of adding Steven Adams. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not against that at all, and I think having him on the team next year could be awfully fun. Mm-hmm. However, he's not playing this year. You know who... And they it, need a backup center. Jeff Green, who I love, but he, we, he's old, and he's not. He's a stretch five. He's we got one of Steve's five. guys as a starter, though. 
Hmm? Dylan Brooks. Dylan, Dylan Brooks yeah. came from that Memphis team. A little grit and grind on the on the rise. in the H. Now Woj is phrasing this as uh, Grizzlies are creating more salary flexibility and draft assets around a 2024 offseason where they'll get a chance at a high lottery pick and a chance to fortify a contender around John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Desmond Bain. It's been a weird year thing. in Memphis. A lot of injuries. The draft sucks. Yeah, it's a bad draft this year. I mean, I guess it's like, hey, I know we're gonna have to pay more of these what these three guys on our team. Well, that's what like Denver did is you went and found talent that can contribute right away. Yeah. On cheap rookie deals, and that's what Memphis is trying to do. Because they've just had the season from hell with the Morant suspension. I know. And, and he played like three games and looked awesome. That's and the thing was I was hurt. telling you is that it's one of these perplexing things where it's like, ooh, it's such an uphill battle for him once Jaw came back and then Jaw's out. And you're like, okay, they're going to pack it in. But then every night I'll check the CBS score, the ESPN score tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know, it is what it is. Uh, one app's a little better. Um, I'll check the app, see, because uh, I'm not watching a ton of Memphis ball anymore. I'll keep up. I'll check my box scores. And I'm like, Memphis wins again. Memphis wins again. They're 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 not dropping games, and it's tough to when you do have guys like Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. And uh, they've had someone else come on on the roster recently. It's uh, playing like a bat out of hell. Uh, name escapes me right now, but if I went and looked, I'd give it to you. But it, a very perplexing and underwhelming first trade of the uh, hype trade era right now. But as a as a fan of the team, you, you needed the backup center, the Jock Landale signing. I don't know what happened there. He was good in Phoenix, I swear. I watched. Uh, but he has come to Houston and just been one of the worst free agent signings uh, of the year. And Who? Just Jock Landale. Yeah. Yeah. The, he's Australian, but just uh, hasn't really been able to put it together. Has just been really bad. Hasn't really been in the rotation even. They've had to rely on 37 year old Jeff Green. Yeah. I'm a Jeff Green guy. You're not going to get me to say a lot of negative things about Jeff Green. No, no, no. But they're just you're relying too much on Jeff Green, Georgetown Hoya and one of only two Seattle SuperSonics uh, in the NBA. Jeff Green and Kevin Durant, Kevin the only Durant. two guys that played in Seattle. You see Russell Westbrook on draft night with the hat, but they moved before they he moved, ever played. Yeah, again. before it. So uh all in all, I get, uh, I mean, you trade for salaries in the NBA all the time. Victor Oladipo, that's an ex- expiring contract. So that's a good move for Memphis. They acquire some draft assets. I'm confused for Houston. Uh, maybe you, you trade for another backup center. Maybe you sign Bismack Biombo or something, who's uh, who's sitting on the couch right now. Did just get waived by Memphis, I believe. But... Uh, yeah, I like I, I in theory I like the addition of a Stephen Adams. I'm a big Stephen Adams fan from his days in OKC, the big New Zealand, the new New Zealander, mm. the Kiwi, the big tough guy can set a hell of, hell a, screen. of a screen. But again, he's not playing this year. And if the Rockets are having any playoff aspirations, in pseudo win now mode, uh, play in tournament mode, I think it's uh, got to be a big just like set us up for the. the you, Ime Udoka's coming in and definitely changing the culture here because it was rudderless, winless, no direction, really. We're, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, and you can't do that in the NBA. You cannot insist a culture of losing where it starts getting in these guys' heads night after night. You're going to lose. You're on these you saw full what month. Terry Rozier said about Charlotte. Oh, no, no, no. Give me this one. He said that they have a losing culture and that losing doesn't bother them and losing in Miami does. Yeah. And he got traded to the Heat and they were losing and he was like, whoa, people are actually pissed that pissed? we're... Losing? Yeah. He was not used to that. And that's what the Rockets were facing. And I think... Steven Silas. Look at, like, Cleveland. Cleveland was in the dumps for a while, but then Cleveland got really feisty. They made a play-in, and now they're one of these teams where it's like, yo, Cleveland's sneaky, a top four 
in the East right now, and they were doing it without some of their stars. Mobley was out. Uh, Sexton, I believe, was out. Is Sexton still? No, Garland. He's on Garland, the Garland, Garland, Garland. I oh, always yes. mix up because of Sexland when Sex they were Land. doing that. Um, and now they're getting those guys back, and I think that those bigs though. Yeah, gotta. Uh, you do a lot. You know, I, I'm so disappointed. We really never good. got the Jared Allen era in Houston. He didn't get. The, he, yeah. He's part of that trade, and then we immediately shipped them off. Um. But I do think I like the way it's going, and I would be I would be happy if we even get the plan. We're kind of sliding right now. We're in a sliding doors moment. Tari Eason's coming back. Yes, arguably the second or third most important piece on the team. Yes, and who knows what's going to happen with Jalen Green? Who knows what's going to happen with our trade deadline? Uh, you know, when you think about it, you're going to have to pay Green and Shangun in the same year. Definitely would rather play Shangun. Oh yeah. Oh well, I think you can kick Jalen down the road when we're because you have of the, the option. option. But Shangun, I would lock up just because he is a. I don't want to say borderline all star. He is an all star. You know what uh, might be we'll best for us too is uh, if we can uh, keep him out of some of all these things, and so that we're like, sorry, buddy. Look, you didn't make an All NBA. You're a. Uh, you're good. We know you're good and all that, but if you're looking at like where you stack up against everybody else, we're gonna give you a fair offer. Otherwise, he's getting the Vassell contract. Yeah. But uh, we were talking a big game about how things were looking up in Texas basketball world, and all three teams lost last night. Oh my goodness! Egg all over our face. But there's a it's, a, it's been a well. Also, dude, funny, the Mavs are gonna year. lose when Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic aren't gonna play in a game. All right, which would be highly concerning if I'm a Mavs fan. <laughs> this is what the team looks like without two guys. I mean, that's kind of when you pl- build around heliocentric ball, mm-hmm. you're gonna suck when you the don't have the sun, sun. goes out and turns <laughs> into a black hole. But uh, real quick, got to give a shout out to good friend, a uh, very funny comedian in town, best friend Monford Davis, Monford Davis on uh, Instagram. There, great guy, works at Sunset Strip. Said that we're sounding great right now. I appreciate the listen a lot. Well, yes, we are wrapping it up. We are getting out of here. We got to get out of here, Speedy Garrett. Thank you for producing Sawyer. Had a blast with you here. Uh, this it's weekend. always fun hanging out with you, Jay. Hope you all, Garrett, uh, it's great to meet you. I'm a huge fan of your work. <laughs> Edge back tomorrow. Fun. And Jeff will be back on Monday. You're listening to 1027 ESPN, and we're out. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.